Welcome back to another episode of Producer Grind Podcast. Sims and Carrington with me. What's poppin'? What's good? What's good? <laughs> and we got a special guest in the building here today. This man has worked with Drake on the Nice for What record, In My Feelings. He's the in-house producer for Master P. Please welcome to the show, Black and Mild. Yeah, I already know. Please believe it. Good, bro. Appreciate you pulling up. Oh, mm-hmm. good. Oh, good. Well, Hell yeah. How you feeling today, bro? I'm feeling good, man. I'm chilling there with y'all. Yeah. Hey. Appreciate you, appreciate you pulling up. Uh, so, we usually like to ask every one of the producers, you know, on the show, just give us a little background of how you got to this point in your career, you know, just the whole come up process. So if you want to go ahead and give us a little rundown on that. Yeah, man. Um, um, just say that I'm like the like the the next man in fresh KLC out of New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've been holding it down for a minute. Uh, I got my, my real break like in like maybe 2000. Uh, as far as producing bounce music in New Orleans or whatever, um, that's what I'm really, really known for, um, and DJing or whatever. But um, yeah, I've been around for a minute, man. Just you know, constantly staying with the local hits. You know what I'm saying on the radio, and uh, just grinding. Now we've seen that you, uh, you know, you had a major break with the, you know, working with Drake and everything. Um, I'm curious to hear how did that relationship, how did Murder know how or I know there's several producers on the um yeah. on that track on the the tracks with Drake, but how did Murder know to contact you for to add that bounce to that track? Well, really, uh, you talk, know, talk to the front of the mic. Really, uh, shouts out the Murder, but uh, nah, it was uh Drake who um he a fan of New Orleans bounce music, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and so I guess Drake must have hollered at Cortez or whatever, uh, which is who who was um Wayne manager. And uh, he got in contact with a guy from New Orleans that's a uh, a bounce rapper in New Orleans. Um, f- used to be with No Limit back in the days uh, by the name of Phil Wall Weaving. So by me being like, you know, the hottest producer in the city or whatever, and we already done worked together. We already had a record um, that we just did called Let Me Find Out uh, featuring Juvenile and Snoop Dogg that was bubbling. So, you know, we just we just roll together, you know, on, on certain projects. So, you know, we've been contacting me, man, and... Uh, you know, we went out there to LA and, you know, hooked up with Drake. Now that, that's, mm-hmm. I can definitely hear like a trend, not a trend, but uh, New Orleans bounce music is definitely more prevalent in mainstream media or not media, but in the mainstream now. How do you feel about that? And like, do you feel like this song may played a huge role into introducing everybody to that type of music, that genre? Oh yeah, definitely, man. Like, you know, we've been, we've been, you know what I'm saying? We live this bounce culture, man. Like, we know that's, that's what we do. Uh, but but to see uh you know somebody like Drake you know what I'm saying messing with it and uh taking it where you know where where is that uh yeah it feel real good about it what's the what's the what's the main difference between bounce music and just regular trap music uh the bounce music more is is more up tempo the tempo totally you know what I'm saying that's the difference uh. Shit, is they they twerk to anything really these days. You know what I'm saying? It don't even matter. But uh, yeah, it's it's still a certain form, a form or, or, or the way we make bounce music in New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? Like certain tempos or something like that. Yeah. What's certain. some of the tempos? Uh, we gonna say maybe ninety six to maybe one hundred and five, hundred and ten. Oh, that is fair. Yeah. So like up in that area. What are some of the famous like bounce songs that we would know? Uh, you mean no juvenile back that thing up? Okay, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Master P. Uh, rock the boat. Um, and a matter of fact, the guy fifth wall weave is on that record, the rock the boat record with mm-hmm. Master P. You know what I'm saying? A chopper style. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, 
they got a few records that was out there. They know that was bounce, whatever. But uh, any Wayne records? Wayne, yeah, Wayne. You got the Wayne and Ti, the Ball. You got uh, you know, Yin Yang Twins was always close to it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, Kylie Park. You know, he I think he uh went to school down there or something. So mm. he spent time you know in that area, or whatever New Orleans. So yeah. What about what about um like Young Boy and Gates? They they doing any of that or not? Uh, I think I heard a record with with well, either Nash, everybody, you know what I'm saying, going touching it, you know what I'm saying. So you know, yeah, they got so many people, you know, touching it right now. So now I was watching something. I can't. I'm not sure if like my memory is 100 percent accurate on it, but there's like a certain sample that goes behind, like a percussion sample that's pretty famous in um bounce music. You talk a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, you gotta have a trigger man. That's what you know it's called. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The show boys, yeah. Okay. I don't even think New York even knew what they had, man. Like, you know you what I'm saying? Like it's crazy man. because, you know, like like when you when you if you do your homework and listen to the interviews and like it was like when they put that record out, New York hated that record. Really? Yeah, they hated the trigger, man. But some reason, like shit, us, Atlanta, New Orleans, Texas, like we loved it, the trigger man. We used it. You know what I'm saying? We sampled it like crazy. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. So and, and for a long time them dudes didn't even know. It's you know too cold saying? to be bouncing up there. Yeah, like <laughs> I guess that's how they feel. That's a, that's a high record, man. It's chill boys, trigger man. So it's that drum pattern that's what really yeah is like made a staple in it. Exactly, that makes sense. Is that record? Was that sample also used in these tracks with Drake? Uh, some, of some of it, yeah, like some of the some of the sounds or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Just to just to you know had that that identity of, of, of letting people know that all right, yeah, this a bounce, you know, this a bounce record, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So talk to us about, I know you're in-house producer for No Limit. Talk to us about uh, what's your relationship with Master P and how did, you know, that come about? Uh, Master P, my homie, man. That's my that's my homie, though. Like, uh, we cool. We built a relationship outside the business. Uh, and I learned a lot from him, man. You know what I'm saying? Just being around him. You know what I'm saying? Just being cool with him, able to be around him and, and his family. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we we business partners, you know what I'm saying, as well as friends or whatever. So what's the best piece of advice you ever got from P? I um Oh man, he always he always talking like on that type of level, like, you know what I'm saying, lecturing and just trying to teach or whatever. But uh yeah, just being around him, period, man. Just even watching how you move. And uh, just just seeing how you work his work ethic, you know what I'm saying that that that's really what you get, like because you constantly see like he rich but he's still hustling, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So it's like, shh. yeah, you gotta you gotta stay working, man. You gotta stay grinding, like period. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Who are some other OGs like uh, of the game that people can look up to and listen to, like especially for us younger cats, like um. They got they got some OGs out there still doing it, man. Uh, I like what Ti just did, the Ti album. That, yeah, that album crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, like painting a whole different message than what right. trap music is just presenting right now. It's exactly. Just more so, just kind of giving game more so. Just yeah. Have you even checked it out? What is it about? Tell me again. Like Don trap. Like mm-hmm. it's more like. It's Tip's 10th album, but it's just more so he just reflecting on his 10 years. Yeah. And just really just saying, like, tell, like giving advice to, like, 
the generation after him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying more. So, so it was like a really good experience to listen to. But it still got that like trap feel too. Mm, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but it just like big, right? It's real big. So. Yeah, you could see, you could tell the growth in Ti, man. Like it's crazy. You say you tell yeah. the what? The growth. Oh, the growth. Yeah, mm-hmm. the exponential, spectacular growth that uh, Ti has exhibited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about they begin on him for um, saying big words? Yeah, he be using them SAT words. <laughs> <laughs> really, y'all need to be Googling them because I be Googling them like, what? what is that? I, mean, I ain't never heard that before. At the end of the day, that just show you, man, like, you know, no matter where you're from, you could be from the hood or whatever. At the end of the day, you still just got to educate yourself. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right. like you got to you gotta know. You got to know things, man. Get smart. Right. Is any artists, like, because I know, like, listening to the words and the lyrics of a song is very influential. Yeah. Uh, just like, and in your behavior and your motives, like, are there any yeah. artists that you see that are really dropping real gems for you to pick up if you're looking for them? Um, you know, J. Cole do his thing or whatever. You know, he said mm-hmm. a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, everybody said a little something that might hit you every now and then or whatever. You know, what you so, listen to most? Uh. I, I give everybody a chance, man. You know what I'm saying? But I was just riding to Quavo album, uh, you know, the last couple of days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he had a lot of dope features on there. He had like KK, yeah. like Madonna. <laughs> like Madonna. Madonna. Yeah, Madonna on that thing. Madonna. Yeah. What? Too much damn music. That's one thing I want to You know, you being you know, in the game for so long. Yeah. Obviously, back in the early 2000s, it wasn't as much music. It wasn't as much artists and stuff. Like, how do you, how do you feel about you know the? the, the, it's the I don't want to call it oversaturation. It's the, but it's the, it's the, how do you digest all of like yeah. the music? Coming out? At the end of the day, it's just it's, it's, it's an evolving thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Like we were just talking about this here, like where everybody in this room right now could be a producer. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like we could be a band, but we also can be our own individual, you know what I'm saying, producer, you know what I'm saying, everybody can open up a laptop and just complete and just work on their own beat, you know what I'm saying, and 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 network it, you know what I'm saying, so the online thing is like crazy, like I be telling people you got to take advantage of that, you can get rich, you're on your own, you don't need nobody else, you know what I'm saying, so. You do a lot of collabs with people, like just testing your style. Oh yeah, yeah, man, I like collabing with other, other producers and, uh, Writers and things like that. You have you and uh, you and Master P like had any conversations about you know the current state of music and like the you know just the oversaturation or whatever? Nah, man, we don't, we we know we have our little talks about certain little things. They don't get that deep though. Nah, mm-hmm. nah, we just be working, man, working, just grinding. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just focus on y'all. <laughs> yeah, we we focusing on this. I got the hook up to uh soundtrack right now. Oh, that's gonna be hard. Huh? So, yeah. Now you say like when you collab, like what's something that you take away from collabing with uh, other producers? Like are this, because like I could, I, I, I could see how people get nervous to collab with people because it's a whole different pressure. But like when you push yourself to the, like some, doing something uncomfortable, you always grow. Like how do you feel about like I don't know? What do you take away from collabs? Like do you learn? Like I just want to get your opinion on it. Take away from it? Yeah, just like you think it's something that you should really focus on doing, just because it opens you up more creatively. Or is it 
it's enough it's enough money it. for everybody out here to eat man it's, it's it's just about just just being uh creative you know what i'm saying and just just being you know open-minded right, right. you know what i'm saying like i and sometimes that kind of challenge yourself i'm not the type of person to sit there and just feel like i want to just make all the beat by myself or whatever you know what i'm mm. saying i would love to get another idea from somebody else to just to, to hear what i did even go further you right. know what i'm saying so yeah, I like collabing, man. I, I wouldn't take nothing away from it. Mm. You ever dabble outside of hip hop music? Like you ever make like? Oh yeah, man. I make pop, R and B, uh, everything, man. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I got a question. You uh, you're a producer. You you still live in New Orleans, right? Yeah. Um, why why have you chosen to stay in New Orleans? Cause man, that's where my heart at. That's where my soul at. That's where my family at. You know what I'm saying my mama, my grandma. You know what I'm saying? My my uncles and aunties and you know what I'm saying, they kids, everybody. I got a big old family. Mm. You know, I can you know, I can you know, every 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 city got the they they bad side and the good side. You know what I'm saying? I'm good in my city. I never really had no problems. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that, you know, the problems can't find you or whatever, but you know, I just stay grinded, I stay moving. And um if I was to move, I, I wouldn't move too far from New Orleans. Mm. Like I said, man, it's all about family. You know what I'm saying? So, shit, I, I, you know what it is. You know what What's saying? the current state of like New Orleans? Do you right. feel like it's not really uh, people trying to build each other up? Do you feel like it's still like kind of trying to tear each other down? Or how do you mm-hmm. feel about it? Man, they got the same type of people everywhere, man. It's just who you hook up with, who you get down with, who you surround yourself with. You know right. what I'm saying? You know, we got... We got black millionaire young men in our city, man. You know what I'm saying? That's trying to do stuff, do things or whatever. And, uh, you know, you just got to surround yourself with those type of people, man, and, and, and hook up with those type of people and, and and do things with them. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just dead everywhere like that. You know? How does New Orleans compare to Atlanta, like, as far as, like, the music and, and being able to, you know, Atlanta's a city where if you're a producer, you're up and coming, it's easier to to make connections and stuff like that. How do you how do you compare that to the, like New Orleans? Well, you know, uh, one time at one Atlanta always been popping, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't Atlanta always been on top of me. You know what I'm saying? Ain't ain't no we had it or, or they had it. You know what I'm saying? Like shit, Atlanta always been especially with R and B music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't be thinking about that, man. Y'all had fucking TLCs and Usher. Usher's and all <laughs> right, that. You know what I'm saying? These people been doing numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, the Monica's and all that, man, that's that's big. I'm not just, you know, about just hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? The R- you got R&B and pop and everything else. So Atlanta always been on top with the music, man. And, uh you know, we have our, we got our, we have our no limit and we have our cash money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, Two big ass uh, brands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know they they well respected for what they did or whatever. But uh, what about like the little indie labels and stuff? Is there a lot of that going on? Like, man, New Orleans ever since Hurricane Katrina, that kind of like really crushed our city, man. Like really? even to this day, even to mm-hmm. this day, like it's gonna it's gonna take a while before we even try to get all that back. And that's what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying with with uh, with my company, Musical Geniuses or whatever. You know what I'm saying. So I'm just. Trying to help bring put a spark back in the city as far as with the music on the music side, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get a city hope. So, you know, what about the about Katrina 
um, hurt the spirit so much? Because it's probably not the physical devastation, but like, why did it hurt the spirit of the city so much? Because it because it moved everybody out. The whole city was mm. evacuated. You know what I'm mm. saying? And and you know, like shit, that water was was over the whole city. Every every part of it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you know, and then a lot of people spread out. That was a good thing. That that a lot of people spread it out or whatever all all over, but uh, but still just just the, our culture kind of touched our culture, kind of you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So yeah. looking back, like like thirty years from now, looking back, what would you think will be um, like the growth that this city had from facing that time of like devastation? Bouncing back, just just surviving and, and, and bouncing back. You know what I'm saying? That we can make it to what you talk about right now. Then that's an accomplishment right there. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So yeah. And we know that you dropped a um a tape afterwards. Like talk mm-hmm. about that a little bit. Well, you know, like um like I say, I was always known for uh the bounce music or whatever, um mm-hmm. DJing bounce and back. making bounce remixes and all that. Uh. And um, you know, I had bounced the uh, I, I dropped the bounce mixtape during the time. I always dropped the bounce mixtape. I was living off of that. Like mm-hmm. I ain't really never had no job, so I was uh, I was always doing consignments with the bootleggers and and the local um stores in the city or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was I was getting me. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Lord. Like I said, no matter what, you gotta be smart. You just gotta just, you know, learn, man. And, you know, yeah, superstar always say you gotta wiggle. Yeah, you gotta yeah, wiggle. Yeah. I've been walking around my city like a star. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't tripping, but uh yeah. Um Yeah, man, just grinding though. So how does that that um that old um you know, seven tapes out the trunk, what's the new version of that? New hustle, um, SoundCloud, YouTube. Yeah, I know, but I mean, I'm as far as like <laughs> as far as being able to like put some money in your pocket, you know, mm-hmm. even if even if it's like just SoundCloud, making a couple dollars every day. Yeah, but that's like, but you don't get no money from that for a minute. Like I'm yeah. talking about, how could you go out and make well, some money today? It, it adds up. You just gotta hustle. You just you gotta put more out. Like at the end of the day, you was making music. You know, back in the days, and you was selling out the trunk, or, or, or either you was just you were just trying to sell sell your CD for five dollars at the gas station, or whatever. However it go, at the end of the day, you just still had to keep. You still gotta just keep recording music and just keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta. It's just with the SoundCloud and the YouTube. You just gotta work your page. You gotta work your, your site. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, get you get you some fans and hopefully buy you. You know what I'm saying? Buy your music online, but. I, I feel that way you could reach more people. Like you could reach more people that'll be into you than just giving hand to hand out there on the street. Yeah. Person might never see you no more, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? If they wanna see you, they can always go, all right, let me go click on this SoundCloud or their YouTube or something. They can even holler at you, like, you know what I'm saying? Reply, whatever, leave a post or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So like why I see, man, I I love that online game. Me like that's Pete them and Silk and them always talk about they wish they had that back in the day. Yes, Lord. It sounds like like <laughs> the two main things is different is that the way you distribute like distributing your music is yeah. different, and then also you can create more of a personal exactly. connection now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What's your advice to the people that are still stuck in there trying to sell? They take you know, there's a lot of people out there still. Yeah, yeah. you know what? They got most. They got certain places that still you know ain't really make it up there yet. Like they got people that still ride around with CD players and they call so. You know, they got cities that still like that. You know what I'm saying? So I guess you just got to do what you got to do in the area you in. 
You know what I'm saying? And and, and just keep it growing. You, uh, your grind just got to be harder from there. That's mm. all. If you got a fr- if you had a friend right that was uh, you know trying to be, become a rapper right, and he's like, "Yo, I'm going to South by Southwest next weekend. I, I'm about to print a thousand CDs and hand them out. What would you What would you tell him?" I say, uh, go do that, and then when when you come back from that, you got to get back to still grinding. You know what I'm saying? SoundCloud, YouTube. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, I would probably, yeah. tell, I would, me, I would be like, bro, don't waste your money, don't hand out the CDs. I'm just gonna be at the end of the day. It's a grind. It's a grinding thing, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't tell a person not to do no, nothing that's gonna make them feel like they're doing something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's it's, that's motivating yourself. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Just keep pushing, keep working. You know what I'm saying? Just keep grinding. So, like, more than it's like, maybe it might not be the most effective. Yeah, it thing might not do, be the most yeah, effective thing, but just even just yeah, just that having the confidence, just yeah, build building that work ethic. ethic. Don't just don't be lazy. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. get up, get out, move around. But you can also waste a lot of time and money in the True. wrong space. True. That's really what I was kind of trying to get at. Yeah, yeah trial and error. Yeah, I feel you. But it's just like, hey, there's lessons in every. They got, but they got yeah, people right. that might not have it like that. That's you know what I'm right. saying? And, and they got some people that will have it like that. So, you know, like I say, to each his own. You know what I'm saying? You know, as long as you just trying to do it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I ain't have all of, all of the beat machines and stuff at first at one time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to work with what I had to work with. You know, uh, tape players and record players and and hooking it stupid ass August wise together. You know what I'm saying? Like so, <laughs> fly star with floppy. This is the SR ten and all that. Then when I got introduced to Fruity Loops and Reasons and shit like that, and it's a whole nother ball game. What's your go to now? I'm on Reasons right now. Reason? Okay. Yeah, I was on Fruity Loops a while ago, well before they started upgrading the computers. Uh-huh, the yeah, thing yeah. that made me jump off of Reasons, I'm gonna say Fruity Loops because the computer wasn't wasn't compatible with the the VSTs they was coming out with. I used to live out here in Atlanta, like in 2008, 2009, something like that. There. And, uh where I had like a little company with my partner, Jiro G, called Cam G Records or whatever. And uh, we were just running around signing a lot of young little artists or whatever. But uh, yeah, that was my Fruity Loop days right there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what made you jump to Reasons, you said? Because Reasons was on a Mac. I became a Mac fan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I had to worry about all that glitching and all that and all that computer cutting off because of <laughs> the, 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 the VST was, you know what I'm saying? But it ain't like that no more though, you know what I'm saying? But re- Fruity Loop was always, I used to be fighting people over, man, Fruity Loop, what you need to be at? You tripping, man. Yeah. I got in had a beat battle with a dude because he had the, the beat machine and I had the Fruity Loops and we trying to see who drums sound the hardest. <laughs> yeah, man. Fell gang, cuz. Dude like, yo, yo, shit up, right? Though you on Fruity Loop, though, yeah? But you need to get on this beat machine. I'm like, man, it's a chore that now. You got the uh, FL20 now? Uh, no, I don't, no, I don't even work for it. Right? Yeah, I'm on reasons, reasons, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, and uh, the owners of Reasons also contacted me, so I'll be I'll be putting up a blog. They'll be putting up a blog on me um, on these sites as well in a oh, minute. So shout out Propellerhead. Yeah. yeah. You, um, one thing I always hear about people that uh, push Reason is that there's like a sort a certain warmth that you can get from that that you yeah. don't get out of NFL Studio. Do you do you agree with that? Uh. I think it's I think it's a Mac thing, man. I think you know Fruity Loop just Fruity Loop was always ahead of its time to me. 
but as far as as far as I think Fruity Loop now got the the type of processing power where they can start doing stuff. They 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 getting up there, like mm. you know what I'm saying. As far as on that end, but Fruity Loop always gonna be the best, man. <laughs> and I went real. Oh no, you better get you know what I'm saying. I never read it. Nah, but but propeller head, that's that's me, man. That's 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 uh that was that was close to the uh the the, the uh MPC and everything for me, like as far as the uh the flow, the workflow. Mm-hmm. I was able to get to everything a little more faster and, mm-hmm. and feel more into it with being able to turn up the, the digital uh boards around and hook stuff in the back and all that up mm. and yeah so that's why i like reasons like you know it's more of a, more of a physical thing to me like make you feel like you're really in the studio with right, all those right. machines so mm. you know one thing i think um that why why so many people go with fl studio is because i feel like what fl studio has done free <laughs> True, but they free. also they also by maybe free VST maybe it being free has helped it um, touch the community oh, yeah. more than Reason because I feel like Reason like there's FL gang like there's it's not a Reason gang it's not as much yeah. of like a cult following as 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 much as um, FL is if you if y'all feel what tell I'm you saying some bro that's just like with Pro Tools you can you can you can recall you can recall sessions in Fruit Loop Logic Reasons right. whatever. And it, everything do the same thing as Pro Tools, but Pro Tools just but like, Pro Tools made more people rich, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? More money was spent on yeah, Pro Tools. It's just like it's touched the people more. Yeah, it's so got brand power. Th- that's right. what it is with mm-hmm. Fruity Loops. It touched more people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So you know, it's it's more preferred. Like it's like right next to Pro Tools to me. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. For the producers or whatever. So. We always ask people, you know, when they come to our events, you know, how we always ask them, what, you, what program you use? Eight, nine out of ten people always say FL Studios. Definitely, you know, got the most market share. Right. Uh, One thing um, I wanted to touch back on that you had uh, when you were talking about YouTube and SoundCloud. I just got an email from SoundCloud and they're doing like this new... Um, I guess payment plan or something where if you upload your music, they're going to reach out to certain artists and you can collect payments for your streams every single month right. off of it. Who's doing uh, SoundCloud. Oh, really? I guess it's a new strategy they're coming after. I thought that was a pretty cool idea. Like you can upload your music and get paid monthly from yeah. SoundCloud for your streams or wh- whatever they use to determine how much you make money off you can't, of You can't knock um, SoundCloud and YouTube, man, because they like... Like they they always switching up and always trying to help help out the independent people. Right, you know what I'm they saying? touch so the people more again. I want you you can't even hate on that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you could you could sit there and spend spend all your time on that man and work that and 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 gain something from it. Right. You're gonna gain something from it. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like there's something there's something um like something so organic about being able to make a beat then. Bounce the MP3 and upload it yourself to SoundCloud. What? Choose your picture, like that whole thing. I feel like it touches a certain community that instead of having to go through DistroKid or TuneCore and uploading it to Spotify, it's just it yeah. feels more like attainable, I guess. Mm-hmm. Almost. Yeah. yeah. When you when you walk in them offices and you're trying to do these publishing deals and all this, and people calling you. Sometimes you sit back and be like, but I can do this shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> I got a computer. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. 
right. You know like, what I'm saying? I don't need you. I don't, I don't need, need you. you. I, could, I could create a account or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. So like I say, man, that's that's cool, man. That these these programs and and they got these they, these sites and everything that's trying to help out the independent people. Right. So what's your day to day lifestyle look like? Work, man, meal making music in a studio, creating. Walk us through just, you know what I mean, as much detail as you can from the moment you wake up. I might wake up at 2 o'clock because I done been in the studio to 7 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wake up. No you know what I'm saying? Probably, you know, I might miss, I might don't eat until like 12 o'clock that night. Dang. You know what I'm saying? Like, time just be off. Just totally different. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, I'm, I'm, but I'm just constantly always working though. Mm. Any was, any negatives that you um, have found from that? You know, not standard sleeping pack. You know, what I mean, like the being up all night type man, shit. I don't care about all that, man. Don't I don't care about them checks coming and I ain't tripping. Right. <laughs> you never get concerned about like the long term. You know, what I mean, like oh, ten man. years. Like it might, you know, your sleep, like sleep, maybe your sleep cycles off or something like. I deal with that then, right now. I deal with that. Now I'm good, man. I'm, I'm straight. I'm healthy. I'm straight. So I don't be tripping about that. I, I get enough sleep. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I take my vacations or whatever. I dip off for a week or something, chill out. But um, the most part, you know what I'm saying? Everything, man, just work. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to find a way to to, uh, to be better, at, to get better, be better at what I do. You know what I'm saying? Do you ever have to take creative breaks? Like, do you ever get hit a, just a dry patch where you just maybe can't think of nothing? You just need to take some time or you just get away from music? Or do you feel like, for the most part? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't going to sit up and act like for every, every day, all, every time, something just pow. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Fuck, ain't nobody like that. You know what I'm saying? To keep it real. You know what I'm saying? But, like, even like I had a session last night. Or whatever. I already had a bunch of beats already made. And I just went in the studio with, like, with like six writers. I ain't do nothing, man. I'm like, here, man, y'all just will do. Well, just let me sit back and, you know what I'm saying, gain some ideas off of what y'all doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. When you go to these sessions, do you bring, um, do you ever, like, when you're showing your music, do all, does all your music have that New Orleans feel to it? And, like, do people get turned off by it? Or some people, like, really accept it? Because, you know, everyone's got their own style when they're playing beats. I was just curious to hear, like, it's a very specific sound. I wonder how that happened, like, or how that, um, the other person interprets that or sees it. Well, you know, like, you know, like, you know, a lot of people really just getting on me, man. But uh, I've been around for a while. bro. I, I don't produce a lot of music for a lot of people. Uh, it ain't just bounce. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah. Y'all about to see what's going on, man. You know what I'm saying? I've been, I've been, I've been working with a few people. So y'all y'all about to you see what's going on, though. But, uh yeah, I'm an all around producer. That's why I call my. That's why I, I musical genius. You know right. what I'm saying? Like you know, it's not trap. I'm an all around. Yeah, I'm an all around producer, man. Like I get in there, I play live, live instruments on you or whatever. What you know what I'm saying? Keys. I hit the keys on you, or whatever. Guitar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fancy fingers. Yeah. Easy yeah. <laughs> smooth. What's your What's your like perfect session look like? Like, is it you by yourself? You in the studio? People with it. Like, where are you most read? Gangsters and choppers and rugas <laughs> and buku weed smoke. <laughs> Big booted bitches, all that. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Ratchet. It's live music. Ratchet ghetto. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like I done, I'm from New Orleans, man. Like, I done, a lot of my sessions, I done had, man, the whole project. 
in there. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, supporting, supporting whatever they feel coming hot about their project or out their area. Right. And they mm-hmm. in there, everybody, from the females to the, to the whoever. You know what I'm saying? Bring mamas through whatever they ain't true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no, like I don't I don't freeze up when I work. I don't care who I'm around. Like I I show out. Man. Like, you Has know, it always been like that? It's all yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm on a stage. So mm-hmm. I, I get busy in front of whoever. Mm-hmm. When you first start making beats? Oh man, it goes like, so well, far back. Not like I'm not I guess I'm not asking like the date, but like what was your um Kind of your energy when you was first starting making. I'm gonna say this here. I remember uh, telling telling uh, my my partners or whatever. I remember running the house playing my beats for them, and and telling them like this is what I wanted to do. And I was like, I was I was like in middle school, man. I probably was like in the sixth grade. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sixth grade, maybe elementary, fifth grade, but uh, I like I told them what I wanted to do, man. And like I, I stayed at it. You know what I'm saying? Ever since, like, I just fell in love with it. As soon as when I was able to, to, to really, like, put my music on tape. Walk around at his own mixtape. Yeah, tape. put the paper at the top of the tape, you heard me? Right, put it right. And record all your mm-hmm. mama music and all that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I was, I was stuck. I was glued, mm-hmm. you know. And how, really, how has your life changed since this Drake record? Come on now. Besides, you know, monetarily and stuff like that, yeah. as far as your day-to-day life, the phone calls that you get, like tell us mm-hmm. about some of the differences. Yeah, it 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 um it helped open doors as far as um getting me to work with with um a lot of people that I always wanted to work with and uh just getting my name into, you know, into into those into that atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? So that's, you know that's that's what I want, or whatever. You know what I'm saying. So the Drake effect is real. Yeah, the Drake effect is real, <laughs> but not. It's, it's just not the Drake effect, though, man. It's also the people you like. I say you surround. You got to surround yourself around the right type of people. You need All to right. have the right managers and lawyers, and you know what I'm saying, and, and the people that can work for you. So you know yeah, and then it's your, it's your hustle too. Like it, it, you got to be able to hustle. You got to be able to get out and move around yourself and and do things. You know what All I'm right. saying. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. It's like he wouldn't just reach out if he just didn't have nothing going. Yeah, excuse me, didn't have nothing going on. Man, they got a lot of producers, man. That that produce, you know, what I'm saying, and cool produce for people that you, you know, what I'm saying that that stopped just that just stopped there. Yeah, once like, they got a it. good record and that was it, you never heard nothing about them or whatever. You know, what I'm saying so, man. Like it's you. You know, what I'm saying at the end of the day, everything is with you. It's all on how you feel and how you believe in yourself. If you want to keep going or not. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of them type of people. Like I see, I always been a star in my city. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just only up from here. Mm. How you feel about people um, saying Drake's a culture vulture, or, or uh, have you ever heard anybody talk about that? Yeah, I done heard all that. All yeah, that how do you feel about that? I ain't. I'm, I ain't no. First of all, I'm gonna let you know right now. Though, I ain't no ass kisser, so mm-hmm. I ain't. I ain't wanna I tell you just because I know you. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna yeah. talk good about you. I'm gonna keep yeah. it real with you. But uh, you know, like, you no, know, my 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 uh my relationship with Drake is cool. Whatever. You know, he kept his word when I did the nice for what. You know, he promised me. You know, another another chance or whatever to make his album. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Then he kept his word. And just from that, I just got a whole lot of respect for him right right there. You know what I'm saying? So I can't really, you know, address something awful. I can't really talk about something that I don't know. Right. 
or whatever, whoever made that remark about him must have, if they dealt with him and, and they got that from him, well, I guess that's how he dealt with them. I guess you know it maybe saying? comes more from just, you know, blogs or yeah, just people somebody, just talking. Man, mm-hmm. I don't care about that shit, man. You got to show me it's real. And, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like show the world if that's, that's what, if that's what he did or if that's what he did, you didn't show it. You know right. what I'm saying? Other than that, man, I don't care about all that stuff, man. You know, I could sit up here and tell y'all was real. Like y'all watch me do the nice or what? I'm sitting here telling y'all. I did the nice. He pr- yeah. he told me he was gonna give me another chance. Now y'all done got the in my feelings, so that's that's the Drake effect for me or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying so. <laughs> Yeah, now that's big. Like yeah, just a man of his word. Yeah, just a, being a man of his word. Like that's just big yeah, in business right, general. That's right. like your character and the business was fell. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's all good. How you handle it when you run into people who don't have that same mindset? Boy, you better back up. <laughs> <laughs> you about to make me turn to the old master P. I be around P. So you better chill out. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. So. Yeah, it's all good. Okay. You mentioned earlier um y'all was doing uh I got the hookup too. Can you yeah. tell us more about that? Uh you know, like they just finished kinda like finished filming the music, so uh I'm gonna say the the, the movie. They mm-hmm. just finished filming a movie, so uh we haven't really been in the studio. We mm-hmm. I was just people wanted to finish up the movie first and get everything straight on that end. So now we about to, we about to start working on a soundtrack or whatever. Uh, we got a lot of major artists sign, um, we about to work with as far as going to be on the soundtrack as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just going to be Mass Appeal. You know what I'm saying? Like it's going to be like a real soundtrack. Okay. So... Yeah. This is a sec. It, what, tell me, what's the name again? I got the hookup. I don't I see. I, yeah, it's I'm a classic. Young, yeah, see, I'm young, so I'm young. Master P know what the first used to put out is. independent movies, man. So, like, well, you know, hey, man, go watch that. Somebody just educate me. Come on, classic, man, classic. It's a. So it's all right. Y'all put me on. Y'all put me on. Famous black comedians in and everything. Yeah, so it's like the he like. Like if I'm getting it right, like the All Star, you know, y'all heard about the All Star uh, Deaf Comedy Jam or how yeah, they put it yeah. on? It's a similar concept. It's it's not nah. it's not the concept, but it can nah, it can create that uh, that effect that 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 situation did because like what Pete doing with that movie, he like introducing okay, okay. he introducing a lot of the new uh, comedians. And mm-hmm. the social media comedians at that, the people that's, you know, they on social media mm-hmm. or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And and probably the biggest platform that they done touch is the like the Nick Cannon show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But just to have those type of people in the movie, like how things was working back in the days, that you know what I'm saying, that's gonna be big for their careers, you know what I'm saying? So he's just like kinda giving them a platform to just elevate yeah, yeah, so, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Master P was one of the few back in the day to have his own movie. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like Damn. He was one of the stars the whole like independent movie thing. Yeah, he was right. trying. He was working it like he was doing CDs. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, no. What about what about rap snacks too? Is that still a masterpiece? Is that was that a masterpiece thing or how did rap snacks come about? Rap snacks, man. That's yeah. I think I think. Well, who was the first on that? Forgot who was the first on that. That was that was Romeo. Yeah, the Romeo. Yeah, Romeo. So they still got Romeo snack. What what they call mm-hmm. snack? Uh, with my the rap snacks. <laughs> yeah, they still got that shit in stores everywhere. And them shit's hit too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what's up. Uh, they got the Migo ones too. They got all kinds now though. <laughs> but didn't they start back in like the early two thousands or nineties or something? Yeah, they yeah, they been started. That. He's the one that started it. Yeah. Okay, word. Yeah. Hey, and it took and it's like 
that's a project they've been, been working on for a minute because it's just now like hitting more mainstream and like yeah. I'm starting to see it and be like oh shoot that's Rap Snacks well, yeah it's been like that but yeah, yeah we, had re- we had reached out to them for a little um, sponsorship we ain't never uh, hear back from them. we gotta reach out again see what's up yeah mm-hmm. man do that that's slow some barbecue flavor oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the barbecue flavor put them right here right <laughs> believe that you like voodoo chips yeah, yeah, you already know. That's New Orleans down, boy. What kind of shit? The voodoo, voodoo chips. chips. I ain't heard of it. Crazy. It's like salt and vinegar with like, like sweetness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, it's crazy. It's some homemade shit or are you buying nah, nah, it? Nah, it's like Kroger. Oh, oh they Kroger. got them here. Yeah, gas yeah, station like too. You can go to the gas station and get them. That's yeah. the brand voodoo. I'm mm-hmm. trying to shit. Mm-hmm. Should be kind of scaring me out though with no voodoo. <laughs> like kind of together, like I was like, I, I was I had a bag the other day and I was like, you know, I'm not even gonna eat these. I saw the little the little thing with the pins in them. I was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't be eating. Like, the flavor's so good though. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. well, shoot, we got a segment on here called overrated underrated where we just give you five topics and you just simply tell us if it's overrated underrated. And okay. if we feel like uh, we can talk about it a little bit more, we'll go ahead and do that. Believe that. Let's go. All right. Cool. So we got Black and Mild on the Overrated Underrated Podcast or Overrated Underrated segment on the Producer Grind Podcast. And the first topic is not necessarily overrated or underrated, but plastic tip, plastic tip Black and Miles or wood tip Black and Miles? <laughs> wood tip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wood tip, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Would you a wine, jazz, casino? Would you? What you mean, wine, jazz, casino? Like, what's like about the flavor? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know you gotta do the wine, man. <laughs> what yeah, man. wine? Did that what? have anything to do with how you got your name? Nah, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? For real? I was always smoking blacks in the studio. They just bro, I think it. I went to school looking like a black and mild one day. We got this thing where we where we call we call ribbon. They be calling it roasting. Oh yeah, Jonah. So yeah, man. Like I was I was stupid in school. Like I knew somebody was gonna try to tell me something. I was dog skinned. I was skinny. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I I was ready. Like I don't give a fuck. If it was a girl or what? They just didn't know what they was dealing with. I was in a project practicing. You heard me? I'm ready to tell it in. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch you on the bus. <laughs> man said I went to school looking like yeah. a black and mild. Oh so I must have went to school looking like a black and mild and a partner of mine. We still cool to dig. And uh Yeah, he he called he he called me that shit, man. They had the whole <laughs> The whole school laughing at me about that shit, bro. Yeah. It just stuck. It just stuck. But once I saw like the, the bad the bad chicks in school, you know what I'm saying? It, I was like, I'm about to roll with this name. Mm. Uh-oh. Yeah, Uh-oh. That, uh, said, Black yeah, so it kind of big fire. Like, I'm like, oh, no, this sound kind of powerful right here. <laughs> Your name Black and Mild? What's that? Who on the phone? Yeah, let's go. Oh, snap. All right. All right. The next uh next topic on the overrated underrated segment is yeah. Bourbon Street. Is it overrated or underrated? Um I don't know Bourbon Street, man. That's that shit's so ancient. <laughs> Bourbon Street just what it is, man. I don't, I don't know. It might be overrated to some and it might be underrated. I'm gonna just leave that in the middle. Neutral. That's where they do Mardi Gras at, right? Mardi Gras, uh, nah, Mardi Gras, you know, just it's just in the city, period. Oh, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mardi Gras, everywhere. That ain't the main, where's the main place where they be at? Or just everywhere? They everywhere. You got Mardi Gras in the hood. You got Mardi Gras in the, where the rich folks stay. Mm-hmm. You got the Mardi Gras where they, where they don't do the killing and where they do the killing. You they everywhere. <laughs> everywhere party. Man, Mardi Gras is everywhere. But the French quarters, that's uh, that's Bourbon Street. 
Yeah, that's, that's like downtown. That's like uh, that's like our that shit open twenty four seven. Like that shit just don't close. Like you want to drink, you want to eat. Yeah. You just want to walk around. You want to see some titties. You want to see some naked shit. <laughs> some crazy shit. You just go your ass down there to the French quarters. You're going to get everything you need. <laughs> no, they, I know they got all them old buildings, right? Did that get yeah, ruined there? They can be old buildings. It's open. Huh? They could be old buildings. It's open. No, I'm saying did, the, did all that area get destroyed by Katrina? They rebuilt it and shit? Oh, yeah. That shit always had. That shit was always like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Water didn't stop that. Or whatever. Rats still running through there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That place been there. That place been there. It, I think that place done done survive like three hurricanes full of floods. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that that's the money maker, man. They, they ain't tripping about that. They, they gonna fix that place before they fix anything. Fact. Mm-hmm. That's when people come. Yeah, that's man, they like they got so they they building so many condos around it right now and, and casinos up Canal Street right now. Like they trying to turn into some type of Vegas or something. Mm-hmm. So. Man, they ain't tripping about no floods around there. They gonna fix all that shit up before they fix anything. Mm. They gonna bring the money like, in. Yeah, that's the, that's like the money right money there. Mm-hmm. That's where all the tourists go. That's like our tourist part. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, well, cool. All right. So staying on the same, the similar topic, uh, Cafe Dumont. Yeah, I already know. Yes, Lord. <laughs> that's a new way to answer it. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That's very yes, Lord, man. <laughs> what you be getting? There? What you want? What y'all want some beignets or something? That's hey, what you talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Beignets. I've been there one time. Whoo, boy! With powdered powder sugar. sugar. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you coming know. out there looking ashy? Got you powder sugar and cheese. <laughs> no, I'm trying to tell you. Yes, Lord. Don't worry, nothing black there. <laughs> for you. All right, the next one. Um, overrated, underrated, winning a Grammy. Oh man. Um. Man, that's hard. How you going? That's hard. I thought you were going to miss regular stuff. <laughs> I mean, you know, winning a Grammy. You think that's overrated or you think it's underrated? Nah, yeah, I don't know. It's, it, ain't, it's, it ain't overrated. But it's, it's not underrated. underrated. It's, it's not overrated. And it's not. I, who don't want to win a Grammy? True. True. Uh, I want to be known for what I do. True. Shit, let me get a Grammy. Who? Would you rather have a Grammy and not get paid for a record or get paid a lot of money? Man, for I want the Grammy and get paid. <laughs> ain't no such thing. <laughs> so what's more important, the pay or the, or the Grammy? The pay, but shit, you still want to be known for what you do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how you get more money. Hey, mm-hmm. you, shit, you, you get the Grammy, you better. I know you got some type of money, though. <laughs> I guess you doing out here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next topic. We really wanted to ask this one because we know you from New Orleans. You from the place where this really comes from, but Papa Do's. Oh man, is that overrated <laughs> or is it underrated? Papa Do's, though. Yeah, if you speaking about that, that's overrated. That's cool. It's all right. What's the good stuff? What should we really know about? What's the, what's the real the real food? Oh man, knowing somebody in New Orleans, you <laughs> knowing somebody's grandma, going by the house, going by the house and let them cook for you. <laughs> to be honest, which I'm just keeping it real. You know, they got a lot of restaurants in the in the city, though, man. They got a lot of new restaurants in the city. Stuff just study evolving, and and people study. You know, what I'm saying building their own business and stuff. So yeah, they got a lot of those type of places. Oh, cool. That's that for overrated, underrated. Um, I actually had a question I wanted to ask you about, you know, Wayne dropped the Carter five and I'm curious to hear, you know, your thoughts on it and how you felt about him coming back, especially after the situation he went through and then what it's done for the city. 
when I first listened to, listened to the I'ma keep it real, which when I first listened to the album, I was like, man. Wait up, let me go back and I gotta I gotta go back and listen to Wayne. Cause he ain't dropped nothing in a while. Mm-hmm. So it kinda like it kinda like took you off of what he what he was building and what he was going to, like you had to remember. And uh, you know, by all these new waves that came and all this new stuff that came and these new sound, these different sounds, it kinda like made you like, damn. Wayne ain't really what what they what they talk ain't really where they at. You know what I'm saying? So what you mean? What you mean? He just ain't like he. You gotta remember Wayne is on a whole nother level, man. Mm-hmm. And that's what I had to really sit back and understand, like and understand, like Wayne on a whole nother level. Album is crazy, like you know what I'm saying? Like I was like, damn, all right. Like speaking, like you feel like at the position he's at, he can't be rapping or like every what about what everybody else is rapping about. That's yeah, what you're he, saying. Wayne gotta be Wayne. He was he man Wayne. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you can't expect you can't expect him to do the same thing as everybody. He could get that on the mixtape or whatever. You know what I'm saying? He killed he killed that. What that was the last mixtape he put out? Oh, uh, what is it? Um, the dedication, dedication, dedication six. man. That shit was mm-hmm. crazy. See, I, I thought that was the Carter Five because I went and go I went to listen to the Carter Five and I heard the dedication six. I was like. Whoa! I was like, this is not what I thought. Wayne was just showing you he can do, he can right. as long. He snapped on that. You know what I'm he saying? But as far that. as the album, he just wanted to, I guess, pick up from where he left off at and just, yeah, just trying him. to build his career. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. and that's where I had to, I had to get the understanding of what he was doing. So, yeah, the album crazy to me. Well, as far as production, how do you feel about the uh, the sound selection? Because I've heard people say, you know, it may, the drums may sound outdated or the beats may sound outdated, but you also have to keep in mind that it's Wayne. He's not, yeah, like, you know. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't really even about that, man. Like, if it, if it sound good, it's good. You know what I'm saying? If you don't like it, you don't like it, it's all on you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a Wayne fan. I feel like Wayne is the greatest rapper of all time to me. You know, and I'm not just saying that because he's from my city, but you, when you got you got to look at the effect that he done he done put on a lot of rappers and a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And and he been around for a long time. And he's you know what I'm saying? Like so, you know you got your Jeezys and your Pacs or whatever. But I ain't see too many Tupac lookalikes running around. I ain't seen too many Jay-Z looking like running right. around. You, you see know like what I'm saying? The most influence. Yeah, like the, the the influence of Wayne is like is a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like people got to give, you know, give him his, give him his props, man. And especially give him his just do while he here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because once he gone, then you're going to see everybody trying to, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace. Yeah, Wayne was, was the greatest. Uh, all that. Go. Nah, man. Yeah. Get that man and shit now while he here. Yeah, I'm right. saying so. The crazy thing to me is like that album, right? And I think it was the same thing with the the little album Eminem put out. Yeah, it's like it was like the talk of the internet, talk of everything for like a week. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, let me see what else is new, right? Here. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if these albums would have came out like seven, eight years ago, it would be like way longer of a, right. yeah, you know what I mean? A period, of, like people listening to it, like you know, Carter Three, like people was like on that shit for. Months and months, a year type shit. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But like, I feel but like time changing though. Like that's with all albums now. For some reason, that's like the more people don't be on shit too long. Like it's the, the next thing. Cardi just dropped a new single. You see that? Who? Cardi B. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Like that's crazy. Or like, she dropped. She, she is about to drop it or something, right? No, it just. Oh, she dropped it. Dropped already. You know what I'm saying? Like so. That go to show you right then and there, man. People working, you just gotta keep working. The yeah. grind don't stop. 
Mm-hmm. I guess it kind of also it kind of also ties into what we were talking about earlier about it, there's so much music now that we can't like I guess consumers can't really just stay on one thing when nah. we got five new people dropping new right. albums so nah. I guess that plays into it as well like people's attention spans yeah you gotta keep up man you gotta keep going right you know what I'm saying Drake had a hell of a year boy but it's also that's kind of <laughs> but it's kind of sad too because like you can't you don't really get the true appreciation for right. a piece of music like you right. can't sit on it like. When it's the only thing that came out, people are gonna sit on that for months and yeah. really truly appreciate it. And yeah. now you don't really get that as much. Same thing with Drake too, like his songs, you know, in and out, in and yeah, out. Yeah, in and out. But he crazy. did a lot though. Like he worked with different artists or whatever, and the mm-hmm. artists he worked mm-hmm. with was up there with his shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it kind of like kept him on the board right. all year round. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that that's that that's why I say, man, I don't got no problem with with uh, collabing too. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. Man, everything, everything count. You know right. what I'm saying? All that shit count. I feel like Scorpion is gonna be a classic from ten years, like ten years from now. That's gonna be one of those like oh, that yeah. album. Is as like, far as in his, like as classic. far as in his his um collection, yeah, that's gonna be one of his classic albums. Classic albums, yeah. yeah. Mm. So what else you got coming up? You know, in the next year, uh, me, <laughs> me, me, and what I'm what I'm doing, what I'm working on right now. Mm. You know, uh, like yes, I say, I've been, working, <laughs> yes, with, I've been working with a few people, whatever. I just, you know, I just don't want to speak on a lot of stuff or whatever. Because I'm going to be like, oh, he's speaking on a song, man. We're going to take this shit out. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I ain't trying to get played with like that because I might flash out. You know what I'm saying? But uh, nah, man, just I'm I'm just grinding, man. I'm working. Uh, yeah. What's, got, the, what's the uh, music? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. What's the musical genius you was talking about earlier? That's your label. That's, yeah, your, that's your collective. Or yeah, that, that? that's my that's my lingo, man. That's the the thing I always go by. Like if you hear my tag and say Black and Mild, you a genius. You digging me? Mm. Uh, I, I'm also working on my clothing line. I'm about to get ready to launch called Yeg. You a genius? And uh, man, just just keep it rolling, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to I'm trying to get my own beat machine, my own headphones. Like I'm I'm hustling. Right. You know, like I'm, yeah. Hey, I'm you got a role in um the movie. Uh, yeah, they got a little role, and I don't know if they gonna keep it, man. They had me come up in there and do a little something, something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Put on his dance. I ain't really time. into the acting thing or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But what about know, the on the the business side or the music side? Any? Yeah, the music side. Like I see, we're working on the soundtrack or whatever. That's so dope. you know, I'm the main producer for that. And uh, hey, Ooh. hell yeah. Well, uh, shout out where everybody can go follow you, check you out and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, man. Black and Mild, uh, Gmail, B-L-A-Q, whatever. Right? Just B-L-A-Q-N-M-I-L-D. Yeah, it's all one word. Uh, yeah, Black and Mild, whatever. Blackandmild.com, Black and Mild, IG, Twitter, Instagram, MySpace, Facebook, iCloud, YouTube. MySpace. MySpace. MySpace still popping. Yeah, MySpace still popping. You got people on MySpace. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm going to have to jump on it. (laughs) (laughs) Black and Mild on LinkedIn, too. The producer going on MySpace. Hell yeah. (laughs) Shoot, man. Appreciate you pulling up. Oh, yeah, man. Appreciate y'all. Y'all already know. already know. Anytime y'all want to come through, bam. So good. Y'all got yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, love. Yes, love. You heard. Another episode in the books, man. Hit that subscribe. Signing out.